The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we discuss the many benefits of propolis, or bee glue. This natural mixture produced by bees can help lessen symptoms of the common cold, improve the immune system, and even stop menopausal hot flashes in their tracks. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Mark Kaler has been involved in the natural products industry for 40 years, including retail, manufacturing, formulating, and private practice. And he has studied a variety of traditional healing approaches, including Eastern and Western herbalism, naturopathy, nutrition, and shamanism. Mark brings an eclectic perspective to the conversation with an emphasis on education and a truly holistic orientation. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mark, how are you? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for being here. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? Yeah, well, you know, I've been in the industry for a very long time, and it's kind of interesting. I had no intention of getting in this industry. I was actually getting my Ph.D. in sociology. Uh, I planned on, you know, trying to teach at the university level. And while I was in grad school for my Ph.D., I started working in a health food store. Hmm. And, you know, coming from small-town middle America that I did, I'd never heard of a health food store. I didn't know what they sold in health food stores. It just happened to be right down the street from where I lived. And it just kind of woke me up to a whole new world. Uh, I had no idea at that time that diet affected my health and longevity and everything. And it just kind of one thing led to another, changed the way I started eating. I started getting more involved, started exploring it, uh, started studying with indigenous healers from all over the world, whether it be a shaman in the rainforest in Peru, Native American medicine man, traditional Chinese medicine, basically trying to accumulate information from many paths as possible. Uh, all with the intent really to, you know, not just offer some help and relief as far as diseases and symptoms go, but really to try to take it further than that, maximizing our health and vitality. You know, my question is, you know, we all kind of wait around to get sick. Why do we do that? Why not do things so we don't get sick in the first place? And why don't we take it even further? Why don't we do things that are going to maximize our health, maximize our vitality, maximize our energy, you know, so that we have, you know, more years in the lifespan and, you know, maybe more life to that lifespan. So, uh, that's kind of my orientation. That's my focus. Uh, I look for remedies that fit into this very nicely. Uh, so it's nice to find, you know, many of these natural remedies have some very targeted and specific actions. You know, at the same time, they have some really wonderful kind of what I would call holistic benefits in that, you know, they may protect your brain, they help your heart work better, your lungs, your immune system, all those things. So these are things that I'm still amazed to this day, 40 years later, that, you know, these herbal remedies and natural remedies can do. Because simply pharmaceutical medicine can't do anything like this. Pharmaceutical medicine will turn something on, turn something off, kill something. You know, it doesn't. It's not really good at multitasking. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas these natural remedies are really wonderful at doing that. Well, and that's a really good point. We all do kind of sit around and wait until we get sick. So you are really looking at um, making sure that we we don't get to that point, and we're looking at being healthy our whole lives. So thank you for your research and. I would add to that, too. I think some of the motivation that is very personal in the sense that I'm a big baby when I get sick. There are actually studies, believe it or not, that when a man gets a cold or flu, the, the symptoms and things are more severe than they are for women. A study just came out this past year. Really? So I'm holding up to my wife saying, see, this is why I'm such a big baby. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't like being sick. And, and it just, you know, it motivates you even more to, to do the right things. The problem is with too many of us, you know, we get motivated, you know, I'm feeling badly, I get sick for a week or two, you make all these promises to yourself, I'm going to give up this food, I'm going to start doing that, 
a month later, you're back to the same routine. So the whole idea is try to find ways that people incorporate it as part of who they are and part of their natural lifestyle. Well, that's very good. And again, mm -hmm. it's about taking that next step and, and making those changes. Well, so today we're talking about the propolis or bee glue. Is that, did I say that correct? Yep. Propolis. Um, so Dr. Mark, let's, let, I'm going to start by asking you, I understand that you feel that the immune health is probably more important today than ever before. Is, is that, why is this? Yeah, absolutely. I think there are a number of things going on. I think first and foremost is the increasing number of pathogens that are resistant to all the drugs that we have. And to me, that's quite a fr frightening process. I mean, think about it. There is a virus or bacteria that's running around this planet that we have no treatment for. Uh, what happens if that happens to be a deadly virus, you know, or a super impacting virus? It's one thing if we all get a cold or flu, that's going away in a couple of weeks. But if we're talking about other viruses that are deadly and, and we have no treatment for it, uh, to, to me, that's a very frightening process. Uh, this is all happening at the same time that, you know, where there's massive overuse and misuse of antibiotics. Mm -hmm. uh, I know a lot of people say, well, I don't take any antibiotics, so I don't have to worry about that. That's not true. If you're eating meat, if you're eating farm animals in this country, roughly 85% of the antibiotics used in this country are fed to farm animals. So you get those antibiotics when you eat these foods. And then you throw that on top of, you know, a diet and a lifestyle that puts stresses and strains on things. Too much sugar, too much refined carbohydrates. You know, not enough rest, not enough play, not enough leisure, not enough exercise. All these things kind of add up, I think, to a perfect storm, which is basically saying your immune system, you're in trouble. You better start taking care of me. And that's a really good point. And you know what? It is 2017. And so think about uh, you know, all these years compounded. And um, it just, with, just like you said, with all the sugars and everything else moving toward it with uh, the hormones that, and antibiotics. Um, you consider propolis to be an immune supporting compound that stands head and shoulders above other immune products out there. So um, what is propolis? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm not sure a lot of people in this country are familiar with it, although in Asia it's widely used, particularly in cancer treatments. Hmm. But you kind of alluded to it before. Propolis is known as bee glue. It's a resin that bees collect from a number of different types of trees and other plants. They bring it back to the hive. They mix it with some enzymes that they produce, and they line the hive with it. Uh, they'll seal cracks with it. They believe it's part of the structural element, helps with vibration. Uh, but for, first and foremost, I think that really, you know, we need to focus on this relevant for us. It's a great antimicrobial. And this is important to a beehive because think about a beehive. It's, you know, what, a foot across or two feet across. It's a tiny little space. There could be 20,000 bees living in that space. So one bee comes back with a little sneeze or, you know, a little sniffle. And within minutes now, 20,000 bees are all picking up that same thing. So you need the hive to be very clean very sterile, uh, and propolis feel, fulfills that role. And what's funny about this whole thing is that, you know, we, it's interesting that it has this benefit, but the bees seem to know this. They've done studies where they introduce a disease or something into the hive, bees go out and gather more propolis and bring it back. So they know on one level or another that this propolis is good for health of the hive and health of the bees. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's a gift, I think, and a message for us to you know, look at this and explore it. And thankfully, we've been doing that for 75 years now. Um, so, you know, um, we've, we've been speaking with you for a couple of years now, and you seem to be a pioneer in this field of immunity. You've been bringing, we've been talking to you about mushrooms. We've been talking to you. About, so you are well-read and researched in what you do. So um, thank you for bringing this to the table and bringing this to the forefront. You said this is from the Eastern medicine. 
Well, it's widely used in Asia. It's not necessarily a traditional Chinese medicine, you know, as we think of Chinese medicine, like some of the mushrooms are, or things like codonopsis and ginseng, and some of these botanicals and remedies. But this is a remedy that's certainly been used uh, in Asia, again, in the last 50, 60 years because of the dramatic amount of research. But it's also been really big in Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, Soviet Union, uh, when that still existed, they actually used it instead of penicillin oftentimes because they didn't produce enough. Uh, Roman soldiers used to carry it in their medicine pouches because they would use it and put it on wounds because it's a wonderful wound healer. Uh, Stradivarius actually waxes violins with it. Really? You know, so we've been using it in one form or another, uh, primarily for these antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory actions. There's some very famous herbalists, Avicenna, Galen, you know, that herbalists are going to know. But, you know, these are Western herbalists that have been using these things for literally centuries. So we have a long history of use with them. So um, I just a, a quick a question. So if, um, if in lieu of penicillin, and I know just curious because in my family we're allergic to penicillin. Oh. So could you use propolis instead of, or you'd have to? Yeah, work with I, you your know doctor. it's always a little leery of right. making a general blanket statement like that. But right. the interesting thing about propolis is it's such a powerful antimicrobial. They have found no viruses, no fungal infections that become resistant to it. Uh, one study looked at 75 strains of bacteria. Another study looked at like 120-some studies of fungal infections, including many that were uh, drug-resistant fungal infections. Uh, and then, again, the nice thing about propolis, because it's not just one compound, it's not just one thing that's an antifungal in there, it has probably hundreds of compounds that go in there that attack these funguses, viruses, bacteria, interfere with their replication, their growth, you know, they're grabbing hold of the body. Uh, and they can attack it from lots of ways. And it's basically, you know, how much defense can you put up if you're attacked from, you know, if someone comes at you one way, you can block them. But if someone's coming from behind, from above, from below, uh, with lots of different techniques, you can't block all that. And that's kind of how propolis works. So, yeah, I, I think it's certainly an option, uh, certainly for less serious conditions. There are studies with it for upper respiratory tract infection, prevention and treatment. Uh, there are studies useful showing it for kids, so it's safe to use for younger children. Uh, in fact, there's a spray out there that you can use for kids so that they don't even have to take a pill or capsule. Tastes really good. It's easy to get them to do. So, uh, you know, is it an alternative? Yeah, in some ways uh, it is. It's called nature's penicillin uh, in some regard. Uh, Russian's penicillin, Russia's penicillin. Uh, but I, I think it has a lot of those options and certainly something you could use. But, uh, you know, I have to admit, I'm a big penicillin fan. I had meningitis as a kid. Uh, without massive amounts of penicillin as a child, I wouldn't be alive today. So. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these things, uh, while they have their problems, they also have their uses. It's just all about using them properly. Right. And I'm sure you'd have to, yeah, check with your doctor. Are there, are there different types of uh, propolis? Yeah, most of the propolis that we're familiar with in this country is called brown propolis. Uh, this comes from uh, poplars, conifers, trees that are pretty widespread around the world. So probably 85% of the pop propolis that's produced uh, is the brown propolis. This is the one that is most commonly used and seen in, in health food stores uh, and in supplements. Uh, there's another type of propolis, which is about 10 or 15 of the propolis, 10, 10 or 15% of the propolis, uh, that's known as green propolis, and it actually has a green color to it, and that's because the resin on the plant that it comes from is actually green. So, mm. you know, we look at the pine, how the sap comes out of it, that's a brown color. Um, this plant, the baccarus plant, uh, has actually a green resin that comes out of it, and it comes back and has this green color. Uh, then there's a new type that was just discovered literally 10 years ago uh, called red propolis, and the interesting tale about that is they had no idea where it came from. They actually thought it was a mistake. They thought there was something wrong with the bees. And in the area where they discovered it, there was a candy factory. And this candy factory, they thought the bees were going over there, picking up sugar that had been dyed with red dye and bringing it back to the hive. So it took them 
several years to figure out, hey, it has nothing to do with the candy factory. It has to do with this legume that this, uh, these bees are going and gathered from. And this was actually the first propolis that was gathered from, or they discovered that was gathered from a legume, which gives it a different chemistry, different pharmaceutical applications as well. So it's kind of interesting to think of different types and even the different types of brown propolis from around the world have slightly different actions. They can vary seasonally, regionally, and things of that sort. So it's quite diverse. Wow, I'm, and I'm sure there still are more to be discovered. You never know. What are the primary actions of a brown propolis? Yeah, you know, that, that's a huge question. We would actually need four or five hours to go through all the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, first and foremost, it's antimicrobial, uh, meaning it kills the bad stuff. It kills bacteria. Uh, it kills viruses. It kills funguses. Uh, in, in some ways, I call it the anti-remedy, um, but it's also anti-inflammatory. Uh, it's anti-cancer, anti-tumor. Uh, and again, it's doing this through a number of mechanisms. So, you know, the inflammatory actions, it works on the prostaglandins, these leukotrienes. Uh, you know, the important element is it's just working on a number of different levels to increase its efficacy in this regard. So uh, there are a wide range of applications to it. And those are really just touching on it when you, when you think about what the benefits of any of these propolises are. And again, brown, because it's been around for so long, it's so extraordinarily well-researched. And what about some of the benefits of the green propolis? Yeah, green is an interesting one. It's a new one. Uh, actually, I just read a study for the first time just the other day showing that it's a very uh, neuroprotective or brain-protective compound. Uh, the researchers in this study suggested it may be a promising remedy uh, for prevention and treatment of Alzheimer's disease. Mm. Uh, so much of Alzheimer's disease is protecting those healthy cells from uh, the damage that's associated um, you know, with the beta amyloid plaque, with the tau proteins, and the things that are going on in the brain. Uh, propolis also boosts the immune system. The green propolis boosts the immune system as the brown does. Uh, there are studies showing it particularly useful for people under stressful conditions, which would be, you know, me and everybody I know, right. certainly for keeping the immune system operating at optimal levels. Um, there's a study actually suggesting it increases sperm count, uh, at least in rats and things like that. Uh, so uh, again, a varied and dramatic array, very potent antifungal, promising studies specifically with prostate cancer. I think that's one of the areas that's probably most promising in the cancer arena. Uh, and while it's not widely used here in the West, it's widely used, as I mentioned, in Asia specifically as uh, a cancer treatment and even by conventional medicine. Um, it protects the liver from toxins, protects the brain from toxins, uh, may protect against fluoride toxicity, which is a, a big concern that it gets, uh, I think, overlooked just because we can't avoid fluoride. It's so hard to get out of our water once they put it in. It's extraordinarily difficult. Uh, here in Orange County, they just started, you know, fluoridating a few years ago. Uh, so it's inescapable. So it's nice to have these compounds that have these protective actions. Uh, also, I use it therapeutically for people undergoing radiation treatment and things because mm -hmm. it's very protective of the DNA and chromosomes, preventing them from damage. Because the problem always has been with chemo and radiation is it's not as targeted as we really like. We'd like it to go in and attack and poison cancer cells alone. Unfortunately, it can also do your bone marrow and a number of other types of cells. So to be able to protect those cells, uh, which the green propolis can do, is really helpful. Wow. Wow. So many different uses and benefits from this. Uh, this is great information, but right now we have to take a quick break. More from Dr. Mark in just a moment. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. 
Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Mark Kaler, and we're talking about propolis or bee glue, and it's very interesting, Dr. Mark, and thank you for sharing all of this. We've talked about brown propolis, green propolis, and now I've never heard of red propolis before, so the, very, the many benefits of brown, green, and now red. Yeah, red is, uh, I think, a really promising one. It's one that was recently discovered, so we're really kind of at the tip of the iceberg exploring the research on it. Uh, when you look at the brown propolis, there are literally 75 or more years of research on it. So we know a lot about it. We know what's in it. We know a lot of its actions. Green propolis has been around, you know, 30 or 40 years, uh, a significant amount of research on that. So we have a you know decent understanding of that. Red propolis, on the other hand, we've known about for 10 years or so. So there's a limited supply of it. There's less use in research. So we're really beginning just to explore the applications and benefits for it. Uh, and I think it's extraordinarily promising. Uh, in fact, one of the areas I think it's probably really good for, and this is just my belief, having read every single study there is on red, uh, you mentioned I like the research and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I actually kind of have an addiction for it. I can get really lost in that stuff. I get really excited by it. It's kind of my thrill. You know, people ask me, what are you doing on Friday or Saturday night? I'm sitting around reading studies on these things. Not because I have to, just because I seem to like it. So, well, that's great. Uh, but I, I think red is a legitimate longevity aid. I think when you look at the range of benefits, benefits that red propolis brings to the table, uh, first and foremost, it's anti-inflammatory actions. We know inflammation is responsible for much of the what you would call the side effects, so to speak, of aging. Uh, certainly preventative for uh, virtually all chronic diseases. There are some very specific applications for red propolis for cardiovascular disease. Uh, but red propolis is actually the most potent antioxidant that was ever studied and tested by the U.S. government. So it had a higher ORAC value. It, the ORAC value was 3,540. To give you a sense of that, cloves, which to that, you know, to that point was the highest ORAC, is 2,902. Turmeric, which a lot of people are using now, is 1,270. Uh, so it gives you an idea that you know, this is a very potent antioxidant with a, a number of benefits and things. I think the cardiovascular area is one of the areas that is probably most promising, you know, to help us with the, the lipid health, the triglycerides and things like that. Uh, case in point is an example, a friend of mine who was the national sales manager for this company uh, had pretty high triglycerides, went on this product for six months. He actually dropped his triglycerides like 400 points, wow. uh, something the doctor had never even seen, even with pharmaceuticals, and he brought it down to uh, you know a healthy level of 140 or 145 or something like that. So on the uh, red specifically, on the red propolis specifically, and you know this kind of fits in with that whole herbal tradition where you would kind of look at something and you get a sense of what it's about. 
Uh, it's called the Doctrine of Signatures, red propolis being red, the blood, cardiovascular system. It makes sense that it might be useful in that regard. But like all the propolises, it's very good for the immune system, may actually be the most potent as far as boosting the immune response. We just don't quite know that yet because the research is still new, but it's antibacterial. Uh, in comparative studies, it's actually the most potent antifungal. So for people who have systemic candida or fungal infections, uh, it's incredible for. There are studies as an anti-ulcerative, uh, you know, helping people uh, fight the, the bacteria that can cause or they think causes a number of the uh, ulcers in the body. Um, you know, it, it's just extraordinarily promising with a whole new array uh, of applications and benefits because it comes from a legume. It's not coming from a tree. It brings a different set of what are called flavonoids. These are different compounds that have different actions and benefits. There are some extraordinarily promising studies, uh, albeit you know, uh, research in the lab, that suggests promise for pancreatic cancer, which is a very deadly cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, Five-year survival rate is under 5%. Uh, unfortunately, with pancreatic cancer, more times than not, once it actually gets diagnosed, it's generally too late right. to do much about it. Uh, in fact, I just talked to a woman earlier today. She lost her mother to it. She was diagnosed, and three months later, she was gone. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have particularly effective treatments, obviously, for it. Uh, in the lab, red propolis killed 100% of pancreatic cancer cells. Really? So as a protect, protect, practitioner, yeah, to me, this is incredible to have these remedies that are effective for you know these much more difficult, more insidious cancers, so to speak, and treat. The other area it's been shown to show promise for is for leukemias. Hmm. Uh, leukemia can also be a difficult uh, cancer to treat, uh, even in Western medicine, because you know talking about leukemia, you're talking about cancers of the blood. It's not targeted, you know, with radiate, you know, with a tumor in the chest or in the prostate. It's targeted. It's local. You can go in. You can bombard it, poison it, attack it, cut it out. You know, there's lots of avenues there. What it's in your blood, what are you going to do? Radiate the whole body, you know, take all the blood out, you know, the options become much more narrow. Uh, and the research shows a lot of promise, again, uh, with the Brazilian red propolis in regards to leukemia. So to have something that looks so extraordinarily promising for two very difficult cancers to treat and deadly cancers, you know, I, I think is incredible. On top of that, we have these, you know, overall health benefits that may help us live longer, help our cardiovascular system stay healthy fight viruses, bacteria, fungal infections. Uh, you know, to me, it's just one of my favorite remedies. Wow, this is exciting news, and um, I really hope that moves forward. Um, there may be, uh, there also a lot of listeners are surprising benefit of red propolis for women. What can you say with the, uh, what's your personal involvement with this? Yeah, I always get in trouble when I talk about this. Uh, my wife started menopause a few years ago. Uh, it was not a pleasant experience. Um, <laughs> I will confess it was not a pleasant experience for either of us. Uh, just out of the blue, her hot flashes were through the roof. Uh, her mood swings uh, were really frightening. And, and both of us, you know, kind of joked to some degree that, that uh, a red propolis product called East Femin actually saved our relationship. <laughs> uh, and, you know, th this East Femin product is based primarily on the Brazilian red propolis that we're talking about. And because it comes from a legume, it contains these isoflavones that are not found in the other types of propolis. So it's only this Brazilian red propolis that seems to be beneficial in this regard. And they've known for years that isoflavones have the benefits for breast health and a number of other things, particularly for menopause and stuff, from soy and stuff. What's unique about these is the chemical structure of it, which we won't get into, um, basically means that they're better absorbed, so you get a lot more into your system, so more benefit from them. And they stay in your system a lot longer, something like five or six times longer. So you don't need to take as much, and you don't need to take it as frequently. Um, she went on the East Feminine product. She started taking it twice a day, one capsule twice a day. I would say within two to three days, uh, her symptoms all disappeared. She hasn't had a hot flash 
six years. Wow. Um, no mood swings. You know, she's happy now, and I'm really happy. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's amazing because I've worked with uh, protocols for women with menopause before. It's always five or six, you know, remedies at least to get them through to help them with that. So to have one product like Ease Feminine, uh, with this Brazilian red propolis in it, that you only need to take one or two capsules a day, that you get results in really just a couple I was of days. I going to say, how long does it take to get those yeah, results? Yeah, not long. Doses. Again, okay. you know, the, the standard dose is one, but uh, my experience is most people need to take two a day. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's fairly quick. You know, in wow. two or three days to get rid of some of those symptoms is quite impressive. The hotlines are going to be ringing like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that will be your best. From uh, right husbands there. and. Yes, I was going to say. Oh, wow, that's great. And how? What is it? Tell me again the name of that. It's easy. It's called Ease Femin. Ease Femin. And it actually is a blend of primarily the red Brazilian red propolis. It has some calming herbs in it as well, which kind of helps soothe things a little bit. But the real active there is the Brazilian red propolis. Uh, are all propolis um, products, are they all created equal? Yeah, that's a real good question. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to say, yes, they are. Uh, bottom line, there isn't. Uh, a large amount of the propolis now is coming from China. As we know, China can be a very polluted environment. Um, it's going to end up picking up a lot of heavy metals, so there's concerns with that. Um, the type of plants that they uh, come from can impact it. Um, so I really like propolis products that come from pristine environments. Um, that's why I like the Natura Nectar products, because they come from uh, remote uh, areas in Brazil uh, that are clean. There's not a lot of development, you know, no manufacturing and things in the area. Uh, and then on top of that, the other thing that I think sets uh, Natura Nectar apart as far as their actual propolis is how they process it. They have what they call a green extraction process, which is unique to them. They actually got it from a European propolis manufacturer that has been doing this for like 30 or 40 years. Uh, they've treated hundreds of thousands of people. Um, and they're able to take this propolis, which is a really waxy, you know, resin. I wish I could show people, but you can't really do that on the radio. Right. Um, but it would be like taking a piece of a candle and trying to chew it and eat it. You're just not going to digest it. You're not going to enjoy it. It's going to stick to everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so it needs to be extracted. And the problem with that is it's so resinous that oftentimes you need to extract it in really high alcohol. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't want to take a product that's 95% alcohol. It's just, it's not comfortable. It burns. It's caustic. Um, some people may have alcohol issues. So you say, I can't use alcohol. So that means you don't get some of the compounds in it. Some people extract it in water, but that's only going to pull out water-soluble compounds in it. So they have this extraction process that's unique that allows them to use water under certain conditions that pulls out the range of compounds, not just the water-soluble, but also the alcohol-soluble. Uh, they're gathering it from a pristine environment, and then they're standardizing it. Uh, we know in the studies it's very clear that propolis varies seasonally, propolis varies regionally, uh, so there are a number of factors that can actually change it. So they're guaranteeing certain levels of those actives that we know are very, very important. So clean, pristine environment, uh, extracted, uh, so that we're getting those compounds that we want that are going to be bioactive and available to the body. Um, at the same time, they're freeing it up for any concerns. Uh, interesting about it, you know, most people think bee products, there are going to be allergy problems with it. And for, very, for pretty much for everybody else's bee products, that is a problem with allergies. Um, but with uh, the propolis from the turn nectar, that has not been the case. Uh, people with you know, pollen allergies and other things don't have to worry about it. And again, it's a product that's been sold for 25, 30 years. 
uh, and they have not seen any allergic responses to it. Oh, that's good news. And you have a couple of lessons from the beehive to share. What can we learn from this? Yeah, I think one of the things is really important. I think bees are really uh, kind of our canaries in the mine. You know, miners used to carry canaries into the mines so that when oxygen levels uh, went down, the canaries would actually fall over and they knew to get the heck out of there. I think that's happening with the bees. Bees are dying by the millions. Hives are disappearing anywhere from 30 to 70% a year. And I think it's a message to us that something's happening with our environment that we need to pay attention to, whether it be electromagnetic radiation, whether it be pesticides, whether it be monoculture. But I think there are a number of factors that are impacting this. And again, I think the bees are saying, hey, pay attention to your environment, be attentive to it. Otherwise, there are some severe health consequences coming down the highway. Uh, well, thank you very much for this great information, as always, Dr. Mark. In the meantime, get more information on Mark and his website, naturanectar.com and RadiantHealthProject.com and learn more about his approach and his unique perspective on a healthy lifestyle. We look forward to your next visit. Thanks. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.